Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. It's another GigaCast. G-I-G, Growing in Grace, the podcast starring Mike Kapler. And uh, I happen to be Joel Brzezinski just kind of tagging along. Yeah. <laughs> yes. The supporting cast. The supporting cast. Joel. Yeah. No, I, I think we'll keep Jesus as the star of this hey, show. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> Getting really spiritual on people here. I don't yes. know if they're going to want to keep listening if you do stuff like that. I know. <laughs> we used to joke around back in our radio days about people we called super spiritual who would always find a way to somehow, you know, get the talking points in, uh, but sometimes the talking points didn't have a whole lot of life to it. <laughs> you, listener, you know the type of people we're talking about. Maybe you are that type of person, yes. and we're not talking about you, though. No, no, not you. Not you. Everybody else, Everybody, not you. That's right. We're here to gossip. That's the G. It's the growing in gossip right here. <laughs> on our weekly podcast. All right, well, I think we should move on to something well, else. That, that would probably increase our listenership, <laughs> wouldn't it? Yeah, gossip. <laughs> just have a gossip show. Holy cow, we would have thou- hundreds of thousands instead of thousands of downloads every month. <laughs> I think I'm getting some ideas, but uh, we'll save those for another time. See, well, we can do it about all the big, you know, the grace, the well-known grace teachers, Joseph Prince and... All these people just come up with some stuff and just gossip about them. We would get, we would be drawing people in. Nobody likes to be gossiped about, so you know, try not to do it yourself, right? Exactly. I mean, you know, you don't want people talking about you. We are just, you know, behind your back, exactly, or in front of your back. However, that works. <laughs> that would um, hurt. So yeah, let's. Uh, it, it's just one of those little things that, uh, you know. Well, I, I'm only sharing this with you because. I want you to pray. Pray. Yeah. <laughs> yep. This isn't gossip. This is for their benefit. Yes. Yes. Now let's talk some more about it. <laughs> um, all right. So this week we continue with, well, we've been on this theme for a while here, even uh, going back a number of weeks, the nature of, of God's grace. And we've talked about several different things. And I, I think we uh, recently were talking about our proper attitude under grace, and uh, we're, again, just branching off of that. Maybe going to focus a little bit more this time on things that we, as people under grace, things that we discover, or hopefully will discover. Yeah, because grace is, you know, a lot of people have perhaps a more shallow definition of grace, and that's all right, because the shallow definition that I'm thinking of is actually quite big, but it's just, it's really the tip of the iceberg, you know, the, the, it's God's unmerited favor. And that's really good. It's great to be in God's unmerited favor. It's good to know that I've done nothing, absolutely nothing, to deserve anything that God gives to me. And in fact, if I've gone the opposite way and I've done some really, really bad things, or even if I've done some really, really good things according to the flesh, like we've talked about a lot in the past, it's not about that. God has given me his favor based upon himself, not based upon me. So that's good, but there's so much more that we can go on to discover about grace uh, with that as the foundation, with his unmerited favor as, as kind of the foundation. And so, uh, we'll, yeah, we'll talk about some things that are 
that, w- that we can discover as we renew our minds, renew our thinking to the truth of God's grace. And one of these things is that, you know, uh, a lot of people in their life in Christ, they've got this picture of what it is to be a Christian as, I'm becoming a better person, or I was saved, and so I became a better person, and now I'm climbing this ladder, becoming an even better person day by day. Um, I works are becoming better. I'm sinning less. And, you know, my good works are becoming better. I'm sinning less. I'm doing all these wonderful things and I'm growing and all that stuff. Not that it's bad to be growing in the type of um, good works and, and the fruit of the Spirit and things like that. But if all that I see as Christianity, as life in Christ, is that I'm trying to become a better person, I've missed something. I've missed a big part of the foundation of what life in Christ is and that it's not about me, but it's what Christ has done. It's not about my life on my own. And Christ is out there somewhere, and I'm trying to perform really good things for God, but rather, I'm seeing myself in Christ only. Not life in myself, but life in Christ. Uh, any thoughts on that, Cap? No. Next okay. question. Next one. <laughs> we should well, be- I- of course, oh I've got thoughts. They they may not mean anything, but um, to, or they could you know, mean so, everything. So the hope to be better, the the hope to improve. Um, oh boy, most people, <laughs> especially in, in in the religious world, when when you start talking about well, I'm I'm trying to be better, I'm hoping to be better. I hope you know, they're usually talking about I hope to do better. Right. And I, I, I hope to perform better. I hope to live a better life. And arguably, this could be a, a failure to realize that we are in Christ and we are in Him alone. Right. And that's where our life is hidden, is, is in Him. And so I think there's something to be said, like what you were talking about with people. I, I, don't, I personally don't see anything wrong with somebody trying to make improvements about certain things in their life. You want to be a better husband, you want to be a better wife, you want to be a maybe a, a better role model for your children. Uh, I mean, you, you can go through a whole bunch of, uh, you know, lists of things that you could try to improve upon, which would have an, a positive impact on perhaps yourself and those around you. All right. But having said that, when it comes to spiritual things and our, our, our Christian life, and, and, and sometimes this carries over into other things in our life too, the, the, the effort to try to be better is usually very self-centered. And that's where we kind of miss the mark on stopping, taking a breath, and remembering that we are in Christ, our life is in Him, we really don't have a life apart from Him. And so, um, you know, there's just this slippery slope that sometimes people end end up going down, and we'll probably talk a little bit more about that as we go forward. Yeah, we forget that we are His workmanship. Yeah, we were created for good works, but it's by His workmanship, it's by His work in us. I'm thinking about the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, and all of that. And and a person can look at this from two different ways. I want to make it so that I love more. I have more peace. I have more joy. And so I go to work trying to work on the fruit of the Spirit. That's one way. And then there's the other way where we realize that the fruit of the Spirit is the fruit of the 
spirit. It's God's fruit. It's his work in us. And as we rest in him, rather than trying to produce the fruit of the spirit, we rest in him, we abide in him. Like you said, um, we are in Christ. That is our life. Our life is in Christ, not in, our, in, in ourselves. And when we realize that, we, we do abide in Christ. That's uh, maybe a side note here that people wonder, how do we abide in Christ? Well, how do you abide in your basement? How do you abide in your house? You're there. You abide in Christ because you've been placed into Christ and he's been placed into you. And so as you are there in Christ, God, you, you can rest there and God will work in you and through you to will and to do according to his good pleasure. And you will see this fruit appear, not because you're producing it, not because you're struggling and striving to make this fruit appear, but you're resting in him and you simply get to bear the fruit that he's working in and through you. So there's a big difference there. Again, the, the difference between trying to become a better Christian, trying to produce better fruit by yourself, and uh, the difference between that and seeing that your life is in Christ and God is at work in you. Yeah, you know, a lot of people will say, well, I'm just a work in progress, and, and uh, I, I know what they mean when they say that, but is that anywhere in the, in the Bible? I mean, can you even yank anything out of the Bible that, that <laughs> tells point. us that? I, I've never seen it. It's really quite the opposite. You are the, the, I think it's in the book of Colossians, you are complete in him. There we are, back to that phrase again, in Christ, in him. You are complete. You're, you're not a work in progress. You are his workmanship, and he works in and through us now. That we're working out our own salvation. That's, that's God working in and through us. Even Jesus at one point said, I don't do the works that you see. These miracles and stuff that's going on all the time, it's the, the Father doing them mm. through me. Mm -hmm. And remember, when Jesus, even though he was God in the flesh, he, he was a human being like we are. He was 100% human. And, and so God working through him really isn't that much different than God working uh, really through us. Uh, Jesus had a specific purpose for his coming as, as a human, but um, it's really not that much different than God working through us because uh, this is what we've received in Christ now. And so this is all, this is all good news, uh, as always here on Growing in Grace. It's, uh, hopefully it's not a balloon popper for you where we're trying to help, <laughs> help you just stay focused and keep things in the proper perspective on what we've discovered about grace. And uh, it's, it's, just, it's just never been about us. And if we go back to, well, I'm a work in progress. And again, remember what I said earlier in the program, I got no problem with people trying to get rid of bad habits, and, you know, try to make improvements and, and better their lives in some way, shape or form, or perhaps uh, be a better influence to those around them. I got no problem with that. Just don't confuse it with going back under law which uh, when people start talking about trying to better themselves, that's really what they were trying to do under the law. They were, they were just trying to get to a place where they, they were more acceptable to God. Yeah, and the thing with this, with, uh, trying to, with, with, with making it about our work that we do for God versus his work that he does in us, is that this can lead to, when we f realize that we're failing to live up to the standard that we think we need to live up to, we can be pretty disappointed in ourselves. And it can, it can lead to a lot of discouragement and, and disappointment in ourselves, and we're running out of time for this uh, this week. Maybe we'll have to start on this uh, next week, but isn't, wouldn't that, you know, it, when we're disappointed in ourselves, doesn't that just point out that our hope and our belief 
was in the wrong place to start with. Our hope and our belief was in ourselves and, and not in God. Uh, without about a minute to left, uh, about a, about a minute left, Cap. Do you want to go with that or any thoughts? I, well, I think that's where it leads to. If you are disappointed with yourself, and can I see a show of hands? Oh, look at all those hands. We've all been disappointed <laughs> with ourselves. Um, I think you made a good point, though, Joel. That that's probably evidence that we were placing trust in the wrong person, us, instead of him in us. And, you know, that, that can be a, a rough place to be because almost always you are going to let yourself down. It's bad enough that we get let down by others, right? Right. <laughs> and it's even more frustrating <laughs> when we let ourselves down or we feel like we let someone else down. So uh, disappointment in ourselves, let's wipe that one out. Let's get that out of our lives because that's probably just evidence that we've been believing in us in, and maybe even in what we do instead of Christ and what he did. All right, because it really comes down to, is it about us or is it about what he has done for us and us walking in those benefits? And so we will talk more about this and some other things coming up next week on Growing in Grace. Uh, the whole idea about being disappointed or discouraged in ourselves, uh, maybe unbelief, and, and the whole idea of pride and uh, whether or not that fits into our lives in Christ. And so all of that and more coming up next week right here on Growing in Grace at growingingrace.org. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.